This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Sufferers, fellow humans, lend me your ears so that I may whisper into them in order to ease your lower back pain and sciatica. Today's episode is entitled How to Sleep Well with Back Pain and or Sciatica. Sorry about the crazy voices. Um, this is the second episode I've recorded today and you know, talk, talking to a mic it's not my usual modus operandi. I usually get to speak to real people right in front of me, real patients, real clients. So talking into a mic, sometimes I go a little bit crazy, uh, stuck in these four walls. Anyway, enough of that diversion. This episode is how to sleep well with back pain and sciatica, said in a normal voice. In this episode, you will learn the importance of preparing for bed, the value of support in bed, the impact of attention, and the value of medication. It's almost that four-letter word, drug. So firstly, preparing for bed. Now, very commonly, as has been covered in previous episodes, many people feel worse when they are lying in bed with back pain and, and or sciatica, and very commonly people feel worse first thing in the morning. And to some extent, if you are going to be one of those people, there is an inevitability about that. Hence, the importance of preparing for bed, minimising your symptoms as much as you can before you even get to bed. And how to do that, I would recommend a combination of body and mind. So do some reliever exercises, do some movements that ease your pain. And if you want help on deciding what those movements should be, you can use our free online assessment at active-x.co.uk to work out which exercises are best for the relief of your pain. And the exercises we'll send you are tailored specifically to you based on the answers you give in that assessment. So not just generic exercises, but ones specifically for your problem. So do some reliever exercises in preparation for going to bed. Use some ice packs, you know, if ice packs help you, or use some heat, whichever works best for relieving your pain. Wind down, so this is the mind element, and whether you're in pain or not, it's well documented the importance of winding down before bed, so not using screens that give off blue light, turning the lights down themselves, and just generally slowly winding down. Some people like a warm drink um, <clears throat> and you know, read some fiction. You know, just take yourself out of the day's harsh realities, the you know, let your mind calm down. Meditation is huge for many people. Um, although actually many people, me included prefer meditating first thing in the morning, almost setting your mind in a particular uh, way of working, 
Whereas using relaxation techniques at bedtime is perhaps more helpful. And, you know, for a lot of people, they're interchangeable meditation and relaxation. But a classic one is what we call progressive muscular relaxation, where you just lie there and perhaps starting with your head, do these sort of contract, relax, or more commonly, I think, starting at the feet. So you would tense up the muscles of your feet and then relax them and then do the backs of your you know your calves uh, your hamstrings your quadriceps you know in turn tensing a muscle group up and then relaxing that really helps to yeah wind many people down faster than just lying there trying to relax so preparing for bedtime and even once you're in bed just preparing yourself for sleep is super important now, the supports in your bed, I will, I don't think I have, but I certainly will cover in another podcast episode uh, how to choose a mattress and pillow. Um, but a potted version of that, it's very important that your mattress supports your natural curves. I see more people now that have mattresses that are too hard than I see people with mattresses that are too soft. Whereas probably back in the uh, mid-70s, it would be more common to have super soft mattresses. So the mattress's job is to support your curves. And I'm not going to go into how to select that. We'll do that in another episode. But make sure that your mattress has some give in it. Some people swear by lying on the floor. They say they are much less uncomfortable lying on the floor when they have back pain and or sciatica. Um, and the chances are that if you are that person, you are usually a man who is flat. And by that, I mean, well, actually not, not flat bellied, but usually fairly stout of build, uh, but flat backed. So you don't have many curves in your back or large curves. So if you're a very flat backed person, you may find that you find the floor more comfortable than your mattress. But typically that's the reason is that your mattress is actually too soft for you in that situation. So anyway, it's important that you have a good supportive mattress that is not too hard. And then you can use pillows and other props to support yourself in a position that is least painful. And I use that um, phrase very specifically because for many people, and you may be one of them, all positions are going to be painful. And um, it's just a question of working out which position is least painful and also accepting that actually any position that you stay in for long will become more painful. And that's usually because the inflammation builds up while you lie still. So uh, using support. So, for example, uh, let's take sciatica, uh, but it could just be lower back pain. If you have pain on the right side, then very often, and not always, but it may be that for you, arching your back over to the left, so bending to the left, opens up that right side and eases the pressure on the nerve and eases your pain. And the way to achieve that in bed classically would be to lie on your left side with a rolled up towel or a pillow wedged under your waist. So it acts as a fulcrum. So you're lying on your left side, with a pillow under your waist, which would then push you up on that side and open up the right-hand side of your lower back. 
At the same time, you might find that bending the left knee up, so the lower leg, the one in contact with the mattress, bend that left one up and straighten the right one down. Again, that opens up that upper side, that right side, and eases the pressure on any nerve that you have there. So that's certainly a position worth experimenting with is lying arched over a pillow. Now, as I said, it might be the most comfortable or least uncomfortable position in the short term, but staying like that for an hour, two hours, three hours, it will almost inevitably become sore. So it's important that you move around and in moving around in bed, you may find that you need to use the supports in different ways. But use a pillow, use some towels, prop yourself. Your partner will probably get fed up and move to the spare room. Uh, it is a bit tedious sleeping with somebody who's in pain. <laughs> um, I know that's not very sympathetic, but that's just the reality. So you can always say to your partner at the outset, Listen, I'm going to have a bad night, so maybe it would be better if I had a bad night on my own. Um, whether you move to the spare room or your partner moves to the spare room is between the two of you to ne negotiate. But, you know, do it in good spirit. Um, you know, don't be resentful uh, of your partner bailing out. Uh, you know, they need their sleep. Um, whether you're getting your sleep or not, they need their sleep. So you might be better off on your own. Sorry, a little tangent there. So use supports, pillows. You can actually get a pillow for between your knees. So that's a very common thing. Uh, so you can get these sort of shaped things. Uh, how would you describe it? So if you looked at it end on, it would look like a number eight. So it has a kind of fat bulge, top and bottom, and a narrower bit in the middle. The narrower bit typically goes between your thighs, just above the knees, to keep your uh, knees separated and that and this is normally in the side-lying position, that would help to stabilise your pelvis and stop you kind of rolling forwards or backwards. So often having a pillow, whether it's a pre-shaped one like that or just any old pillow between your knees is often helpful. So try the pillow between the knees. If you like lying on your back, sometimes lying with a pillow behind the backs of your knees can also be helpful to ease some strain on your lower back. So use pillows. Use different supports in your bed. Now, the impact of attention. Um, just gonna have a little drink. Excuse me, um, old vocal cords drying up there. Now, I'm gonna take you back to episode six of our foundation episodes, episodes one to six, but episode six in particular, where I elaborate my pain equation. Sorry, I'm a bit nerdy sometimes, but I have an equation for pain, or more specifically, an equation for the severity of the pain that you'll experience. And one of the variables there is, the, is to do with attention. So the more attention you pay to a body part, the more pain you're likely to experience from it. If you already have pain in that, and in episode five, um, I introduced episode six by telling the story of being stung by a wasp and how I observed my pain uh, subsequent to that sting. So I know it's a pretty, you know, regular thing, being it's not a big deal being stung by a wasp, but it was an interesting experience from a pain um, perspective and led me to elaborate this equation for pain. So, as I said, one of the 
variables is the impact of attention. The more attention you pay to a bit that is sore, the more sore it will be. Now that may seem obvious, but may not seem that obvious to you. So go back, listen to episode six, please. And, and preferably 126 to give you those foundational episodes around our approach to how to relieve and prevent lower back pain and sciatica. But suffice to say, when you're in bed at night, there is a real lack of sensory input. And by that, I mean it's usually dark, so there's not much to see. It's quiet. There's not much to hear. Um, you may or may not have smells in your room, but essentially there is la less sensory input. And so the senses that you do have tend to be heightened. You tend to be much more aware of other sensations. And unfortunately for you, that could be pain. So just being in a dark, quiet room with, uh, and particularly in a state of mind where you're trying not to think about anything, your mind will keep ret returning and returning to that painful body part. But the more you actively think about your lower back being sore, unfortunately for you, the more sore it is going to feel. So keep busy, read a book, as I said, preparing for bed, you know, do things that take your mind away from your lower back pain. And that brings us back again to the value of meditation. There are meditations for pain. If you have a look on our website, active-x.co.uk, and just search in the search um, box uh, for meditation for pain, um, hopefully you will find one there. Uh, if not, then uh, send us a message to complain because our website won't be working. So... That's the impact of attention. Now, the value of medication. Now, if you've listened to my stuff before, you will know that we are a little bit bearish on the use of medication. So if you use analgesics, painkillers to suppress your pain in order to do things that would otherwise be painful, you are, in, uh, you are uh, defying the use it but don't abuse it principle which again, I cover in those foundational episodes. So it's very important that you avoid doing things that would increase your pain. Now, if you take medication simply to dull those sensations so that you can do those things, you may be slowing up your rate of healing. So my recommendation is generally to not use medication to do more. But there is always a time and a place for, well, always, there's a, usually a time and a place for everything. And certainly there is a time and a place for medication. If you can't sleep because the pain is so bad, then I think you probably should be taking some medication in order to lessen your pain experience so that you can sleep. Sleep is incredibly important for rehabilitating from pain and just general health maintenance. The more sleep deprived you are, and there is research evidence for this, if you're sleep deprived, you will experience a higher level of pain, which is extremely unhelpful for you. So use pain relieving medication, particularly at night, if you're struggling to sleep. 
Now you'd need to consult a registered medical practitioner or I would recommend that you do. Depending where you're listening to this in parts of the world, you may be able to buy some pretty powerful medication without a prescription. But certainly here in the UK, you will need a prescription for the kind of medication I am talking about. Um, if you have true nerve compression sciatica, and there's more on that in our foundation episodes, but if you actually have compression of one of your, uh, either the sciatic nerve or one of its tributaries, that can be pretty nasty pain, but it doesn't respond terribly well to analgesics. There are different classes of drugs that help with that kind of pain, uh, typically things like amitriptyline and gabapentin. Bear in mind, I am not prescribing, I'm not licensed to prescribe. I have a lot of experience in, with people who are in pain, but I do not recommend or prescribe anything. And all that you hear on this podcast is for your informational purposes only. Um, sorry about that brief interlude. So there is an argument for medication if it helps you to sleep by diminishing your pain because sleep is incredibly important. So just to recap, um, I talked about the importance of preparing for bed, easing your symptoms, doing reliever exercises, hot and cold packs, all that kind of stuff, winding down, doing progressive muscular relaxation, using pillows and other supports in your bed to get comfortable, the impact of attention on levels of pain and the value of medication. As I said earlier, please use our free online assessment to work out which exercises are best for the relief of your pain. And that assessment will also provide you all sorts of other tailored tips. Listen to the first six episodes of the podcast. And please, finally, give us a review on whichever podcast player you are listening to this on. It helps enormously with our ratings so that we can help people like you to recover from and prevent lower back pain and sciatica. Speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Backs show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveXBacks.